Despite promises of mass raids by President Donald Trump beginning on Sunday, most Chicago neighborhoods remained quiet last weekend, with little evidence of significant activity by U.S. immigration and customs enforcement officials. But Chicago immigrants and activists remain vigilant, and over the weekend, immigration advocates states protests, organized rapid response teams, and patrolled neighborhoods around the city. So we've asked WBEZ reporter Maria Inez Mudio to help keep us up on all of it. Maria, welcome back to Vocalo. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm just fine. Thank you so much. Uh, Donald Trump was very clear in his assertion that ICE raids would happen all over the country this weekend. But here in Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot made it just as clear that Chicago wasn't having it. What did the mayor and, and other entities around the city do to make it so that ICE raids would be difficult to pull off here? Right. So let, let's put things into perspective. Sure. Um, President Donald Trump had, had been threatening mass deportations since last month. Mm-hmm. And so this was something that was in people's minds. Uh, city officials and immigration advocates had been preparing for this, um, for these kinds of raids. And then last week, ICE was expected to target about 2,000 immigrants nationwide who had a deportation order. So they were doing very specific targeted enforcement. Um, so there was a lot of um, groups going around and, and just telling people, don't open the, your doors, don't allow anyone in unless they have a warrant signed by an immigration judge. And um, the community really stepped up and uh, did a, a number of things on Saturday morning. There was a massive rally downtown um, on Sunday morning. Uh, we saw a couple of uh, a couple dozen protesters standing outside Broadview Detention Center, um, which is a uh, detention center where um, undocumented immigrants are typically brought in after arrest. So protesters can't get information, but they were there to show support to the immigrants inside. Um, and then later on that day, there was uh, bike patrols and, and folks walking around neighborhoods uh, looking for immigration um, enforcement. And so there was a lot of um, effort on the part of community members, organizations, and politicians to really prepare for what could be massive uh, deportations. But we ended up seeing very little enforcement um, so the New York Times reported that uh, agents arrested a mother and two daughters over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, but they were immediately released under supervision. I confirmed that one person was um, arrested but later was uh, released. And other than that, I haven't been able to confirm any other arrests. Uh, and I want to explain why that is. Mm-hmm. Unlike Chicago Police Department, I and any any other person can go into the station and demand to see a list of people who, was, who were arrested the night before. That doesn't happen with um, the Department of Homeland Security. Mm. So we rely heavily on communications by um, this department, and they haven't really confirmed anything. And so it's been really difficult for me, for example, to get reports of folks who might have been arrested, but I don't have their names, so I can't find them in the system. So that's why it's been really difficult to sort of, you know, follow this story and, and confirm and um, and report accurate information because there's a lot of rumors about ICE agents going, you know, showing up in the parking lot of a specific grocery store mm-hmm. or seeing them in the south side or the west side. And um, a lot of it is based on word of mouth without any confirmation. People were told to kind of prepare for the worst, uh, not just here, but uh, across the country. And they were also told to, to know their rights. 
in case these raids did come to fruition at, at their homes or their places of work. How does someone prepare for something like this? And what rights do folks have as immigrants or employers who are trying to, uh, you know, protect the people that they work with? Mm-hmm. So, you know, since the president started you know, making these statements about possible mass deportations, uh, community organizations really rallied around um, doing these Know Your Rights workshops that had originally started right after President Trump was elected. So there's been an uptick in these sort of Know Your Rights workshops. And I attended one of them, and what I heard was essentially um, advocates telling immigrants, you don't have to open the door to anyone unless they have a warrant. And the warrant needs to be signed by an immigration judge, not by an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if they have um, a warrant, they uh, don't allow them into your home because they do what, what is called a collateral arrest. So they'll arrest anyone else in the, in the household that does not have proper documentation. So they're asking folks to really be on the lookout and make sure that if you're allowing somebody in, or not to allow anyone in, basically. The other thing that people were talking about is don't say anything to incriminate yourself. So as a person who is in the country legally, you have rights like anybody else. Mm-hmm. You should not say anything to the immigration official um, that would later incriminate you. You have a right to an attorney while you know, you're not, you can't get a public defender, you can hire an attorney, and that, um, that is also your right. And lastly, they were really asking folks to prepare themselves, meaning have an emergency plan. Mm-hmm. If you have U.S. citizen children, what's going to happen to them? If they're underage, make sure that you have someone who could potentially pick them up from school if you get picked up. If both of the parents are undocumented, who's going to take care of the child? Um, if they stay in the U.S. or if they return to the country of origin, you have to have proper documentations ready um, in case something happens. Since these raids didn't materialize this weekend or this past weekend at the scale in which Donald Trump had promised, does that mean that the threat of raids are over? No, and and I want to really talk about this raid uh, situation because this is really coming from the president. Um, ICE officials don't necessarily use that word. They they like using the word targeted enforcement, meaning they're really going after people who have a removal order. And immigrants can get a removal order for a number of reasons, including not showing up to court. So um, they're going after very specific um, immigrants. And they also like to sort of take anyone else who might be in the neighborhood that might not have proper documentation. So that's the collateral arrest that I was referring to earlier. And so these kinds of targeted enforcement have been happening since Donald Trump took office. And so that hasn't really changed, but the the threat and fear has really manifested in in a lot of ways in the community. We see it in decreased uh, sales in mostly immigrant neighborhoods. We see it with people. um, I spoke with a number of people who had basically chosen not to go to work because they were afraid they were going to get picked up. They have chosen not to drive because they think, I have this you know, driver's license that might uh, signal that I don't have proper documentation here. Uh, they've moved. I uh, spoke with some folks who have a removal order and decided to move in order to avoid um, 
deportation. And so what I see happening a lot moving forward is uh, folks in the city particularly are doing different and unique ways to sort of patrol for ICE enforcement. Uh, for example, last uh, yesterday, uh, nearly a dozen Chicago aldermen said that they were going to use or they were going to ask uh, workers from streets and sanitation to be on the lookout for federal enforcement in neighborhoods and ask them to report it back to the to the aldermen so they could send out a rapid response team that would offer uh, a number of things to the immigrants in those communities, but also most more, more importantly verify that that's actually happening because we do see a lot of misinformation being shared on social media that's really you know damaging these communities uh, before I let you go I want I want I have a question about the mayor does she have final say over whether or not these sorts of things can happen within her jurisdiction and has she done the most she can or are there further steps she can take to ensure that this sanctuary city remains one right so to be clear, a sanctuary city, a sanctuary state, essentially just limits access uh, from federal agencies to local um, resources. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with what ICE agents can do in the city. Mm-hmm. ICE agents can come in and arrest anyone at any given time. They've been doing that. They do it outside courthouses. They do it in jails. All of that. Um, but. Uh, the mayor has actually said a number of things um, that she's doing to sort of limit that access. And one of the key things is that she said she would limit access to the Chicago Police Gang Database. Mm-hmm. Um, she also announced um, right before uh, this is the the raid, or what we were expecting to see as raids, that the city would invest an additional two hundred and fifty thousand dollars into the legal protection fund, uh, which it, which provides uh, free consultations and representation to immigrants who might be uh, facing uh, deportation. Now, the aldermen that I spoke with yesterday uh, want her to do more. They actually are planning to introduce an amendment to the city's uh, sanctuary ordinance to clo- to close what they. They call loopholes, essentially. Um, the city's ordinance basically states that um, they're not going to cooperate with federal um, enforcement agencies. But it includes some exemp- exemptions to that. And these aldermen want to close that loop. Um, so right now, as it stands, uh, Chicago police can, can cooperate with federal agents if an immigrant has a warrant, uh, if there are prior convictions, or if they're in police custody, or if the immigrant is listed in the city's gang database. And so these aldermen have said that they want the mayor to support them in closing these loopholes. That's Maria Zamudia. She is on the Race, Class, and Communities desk at WBEZ and reports on immigration for the station. You can find her work at WBEZ.org. Thank you for joining me this morning. Thanks, Joe.